law enforcement officers and other emergency responders often place themselves in harm's way to protect the public and to ensure the safety of the innocent. And in many cases, some pay the ultimate sacrifice. Today we are joined by a remarkable young man, Zachariah Cartledge, the co-founder and a member of the Board of Directors Club, Running for Heroes, as well as his father, Chad Cartledge, the other co-founder and a current CEO. I'm Patrick Harris, National President of Fraternal Auto Police, and this is The Blue View. Guys, thank you for joining us on the Blue View. Uh, Jack Zachariah, let's, let's start with you. Why don't you tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Zachariah Cartledge. I'm the uh, founder of the nonprofit Running for Heroes. Whenever a police officer or a firefighter passes away in the United States, along with U.S. territories and Canada, um, Running for Heroes runs, runs a mile in their honor. Uh, most of the miles are done by me. However, we have multiple other kids now that are also doing some miles, and we'll continue to do more in the future. Um, along with Running for Heroes, we also give monthly $10,000 checks to injured first responders. Um, in total, we've given back over, I believe, $375,000 to over 30 injured first responders since we started. Um, we hope to continue to spread Running for Heroes out to the entire country, and along the way, we'll meet amazing people like the Fraternal Order of Police. Well, I, I can tell you, Zachariah, uh, from, on behalf of our members, you know, 365,000 members across this country, uh, let me just tell you that, we, uh, that you are an inspiration. Thank you for what you do. Uh, you, you touch the lives of many people more than you could possibly imagine. And uh, just uh, such an inspiration for all of us. So thank you. Uh, thank and, you. and your father, Chad. Chad, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, I'm Zachariah's father. Um, I'm also the co-founder and CEO of Running for Heroes, Inc., and I'll be honest, my, my original goal when all this started was just to be a supportive dad that supports his, his son, and uh, that's what I did for the first little bit. But after numerous surviving families have been able to meet with us, and after being able to present uh, multiple injured first responders with, with grants and meet with canine handlers that received uh, some of our uh, canine grants, uh, Zachariah's passion became my passion as well. And now my responsibility is to make sure that the Running for Heroes organization keeps true to the mission that Zacharias set out on in 2019. Okay, and, the, and those who are not familiar with it, Zachariah, what you do is for every uh, law enforcement officer and firefighter uh, who loses their life, you run one mile in their honor. And uh, that's what, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's 240 miles in 2019 alone, correct? Yes, um, and unfortunately that mile, that mile count will continue to go up. For example, we're doing two more tonight on October 26th when we're doing this interview. So um, unfortunately the mile count keeps going up. However, whenever we do another mile, it's for a new family, uh, and, we wanna, and I want to make sure whenever I do a mile, it can be the best as possible so it can help out the people who need it most. Wow, and, it's, uh, and believe me, it's, uh, it's very much appreciated by uh, – by uh, first responders across this country. Talk a little bit about the foundation. Uh, you know, you mentioned that, uh, that you've given uh, uh, funds to families. Uh, so just kind of lay it out for us. Uh, what's the inspiration to, to, to do this? And, uh, and, and, t and talk about some of the good work that you do. Yeah, so Running for Heroes uh, really started to form back in 2018, um, or I believe back in 2017, actually. Um, so, I've loved running for a long time. I was doing 5Ks across my community ever since around 2017, 
and every single week or so, we, my mom and dad would sign me up for a new one uh, because I loved being able to run out um, in my community. So we, just like a normal other week, we signed up, we got, we signed up for a 5K called the Tunnel to Towers 5K. Um, this one was our local one in Orlando. Um, and again, I wasn't thinking much of it. I was just going to another 5K and continuing to do my passion, which is running around uh, Central Florida. So during that run, I was only about 9 or 10 years old, and I was very inspired by the first responders all around me, especially the ones that were in full gear, uh, running that relatively long run uh, for, no, for normal people with me. Um, and it really inspired me that they had so much dedication to put in miles upon miles in their full gear, uh, probably totaling over 30, 40 pounds, um, in honor of this 5K. So obviously it had some meaning behind it that people wanted to come and dedicate their own time to, especially first responders. So looked up more about the Towers Foundation after the run, found out it was about 9-11, um, and I was only about 9 or 10 years old. I knew about 9-11, but I didn't know much about it. So with asking my parents, we decided as a, as a group to watch a 9-11 documentary. And also, my mom and dad taught me about 9-11 as well. After that, I was absolutely moved by the first responders that were going into the Twin Towers to save people. Um, I was just amazed that there's people in this world that gave up their own life on 9-11 to save others. Um, and after realizing that first responders still pass away almost every single day, um, I wanted to do more for them. So... Um, during the Tunnels Towers run, they also were handing out name badges of 9-11 first responders, uh, and you were supposed to wear it during the run. Um, each one was different, obviously, with a different first responder that passed away in 9-11. I got an officer named Officer, named officer Walwyn Stewart, and I ran with that pin during the run. So after learning about 9-11 and the sacrifice our first responders make, not only during 9-11, but even in the modern day, um, I decided I wanted to spend the rest of my 5Ks in 2017, or sorry, 2018, in honor of Walwyn Stewart, and I was going to wear his name badge every single run. Um, and that was a, a success. Every single 5K I did, I would publicize that I was doing it in honor of Officer Stewart. Um, and in September of that same year, of 2018, I went up to the main Tunnel to Towers 5K in New York City. We were invited because we actually were one of the main donors as well for Tunnel to Towers in Orlando. Um, so after doing that run, we were just about to leave to the airport when uh, the... I believe it was the Port Authority Police Department, uh, and gave us a huge surprise. We actually got to meet the widow of Officer Walwyn Stewart, the one I was doing on the 5Ks for. That was the first ever time I got to experience meeting a first responder's widow and family uh, that were inspired by the runs I were doing for them in their memory. Um, so after seeing the, how much impact and you know, you know, happiness she had seeing me, I wanted to help more first responders out, so I found out that my mile count for 5Ks was around the same amount of first responders that passed away in 2018. So I was sold. I wanted to start running a mile now of every police officer and firefighter killed in the line of duty. Uh, we started that in 2019 just as a, you know, a way to give back, and then over time it started to become a foundation and an organization. Through many other people's support, we ended up getting donations in, and that's how we started our injured first responder grant. Uh, application program um, and many other things as well so it's in, in the past three or four years it's turned into a, a, a huge organization um, and I'm at a young age of only 14 I've, I'm really glad that I've been able to meet so many families and touch so many lives um, just by doing these miles so that's that's the story you know Zachariah I have to tell you there's a lot of people that want to do, do good things uh, 
But there's and, and there's no shortage of them. There are some good people out there, but there are there's a small group of people who do good things and do it in a way that uh, that it continues. And uh, you've taken on a great responsibility here. You do a lot of running, and unfortunately, uh, just uh, the trend that's happening in, in this country right now means you're going to be running a lot more. Uh, and Chad, I, I, look, I, I look at Zachariah, and I made this comment when he came speak at our board meeting uh, a while back at that uh, – you know, you don't you, you don't get this passion. You don't you don't get these things that Zachariah has without a, a good strong family foundation. So, as a father, I know you have to be proud, and I know you be, play a big part of this. So, you know, t- kind of take us uh, take us through the uh, the journey of being uh, of being the father of a rock star. That's he, that's what he is. I mean, let me let me preface by saying he definitely has his moments where he's a fourteen year old. But uh, yeah. no, my my wife and I we count our blessings and. And like I was mentioning earlier, you know, when he started out on this mission, our goal as parents was we wanted to support him. Um, and so we did just that. And I'll be honest, I was like a lot of people. I thought, you know, after he did this for a month or two, um, and after seeing how many miles that he's committed himself to, that, you know, as a 10-year-old, he'd come to us and say, Dad, Mom, this is a bit too much, and I think I want to stop. But uh, the fact that he he kept that drive, he kept that passion, and then every time he got to meet a surviving family, you could just sense that passion growing. And that, to, to me, was just incredible to see, because that was the first time when he started meeting these survivors that I realized, you know, how much this meant for so many. Um, but I got to tell you, I think one of the things that I'm most proud about now is the fact that he's inspired other kids to start doing the same thing. You know, uh, Zechariah, by himself, sadly, has run over 1,300 miles since he started this mission. Uh, But what's been incredible to see in the last year is other kids from other states have come forward saying, I want to continue what Zechariah started. And I'm proud to say that we have runners now, not just in Florida, but we have a child in Texas that runs. We have a child in Georgia that runs, a child in Nevada that runs. We just started another child in New Jersey that runs. And to see this thing that he started spreading and other kids are now having that same courage to show their support for our first responders and give honor where it's due uh, has just been incredible to witness. And I think that almost is something I'm more proud about than anything else is the fact that he's inspiring other kids to stand with our first responders and honor our fallen. And uh, it's been an incredible journey to witness. Yeah, that it has, uh, and, and uh, I've watched you. You're somewhat of a, a, a social media uh, uh, phenomenon. Uh, I've watched you many times uh, running in, in names, and I got to tell you, I, you know, I'm sure you you know this, but uh, agencies that are impacted. Uh, let me tell you, it's, uh, it's a great uplifting uh, um, thing that you do. I can tell you that uh, they are extremely proud each time, and uh, you use social media to share. Uh, that experience with everyone. So, you know, guys, uh, your foundation has a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of moving parts. A lot of things uh, coming up in the future. Uh, tell us a little bit about what's on the horizon. What do you have planned? Yeah, I guess I'll I'll start with it. Uh, one of the things that we're uh, most excited about, and you can actually kind of see it behind Zechariah, is uh, just a couple weeks ago we launched what we call our tribute hall. Uh, essentially, it's an 1,800 square foot section at our headquarters in Winter Springs, Florida that pays tribute to every first responder that's given the ultimate sacrifice, also tells the story of 9-11 since that's what inspired Zechariah. Uh, it includes actual artifacts and steel from Ground Zero. Uh, we've been given uh, memorabilia and personal items from uh, families of our uh, fallen heroes that 
were able to display on these walls. You know, one of the first miles Zechariah I ran for, actually it was the first mile, was for Davis Police Department Officer Natalie Corona out of Davis Police Department. And uh, after her passing, uh, she only had two remaining uniforms uh, that her family was able to keep. And they donated one of those two uniforms so that we could have it on display at our tribute hall. And uh, really, the one thing that we're trying to really do now more than ever is show people that running for heroes is a lot more than just the kid who runs. Uh, and with the tribute hall, one of the things that we're able to do is we're able to fulfill our promise of never forget and to show families that, you know, we don't stop the honor when our youth runners finish that one mile run. That honor is going to continue. And every photo of every first responder that's ever been honored by our mission is going to be viewable at the tribute hall. Every run that's ever been done, families are going to be able to sit down and rewatch those runs in their entirety. And it's going to give them an opportunity when coming to Central Florida to find one more location that's preserving the memories of their fallen heroes. And as you see right behind Zechariah is our 2021 fallen hero wall. Behind him is the photo of every first responder that a mile was done for in 2021. And way back behind him over his, uh, his right shoulder is our wall of names. Every name of every first responder that ever had a mile run done for them is on that wall as well. So uh, our biggest thing this year more than anything is to start showing people Running for Heroes isn't just an organization that's going to fizzle away when Zechariah goes to college. We're going to continue on even beyond Zechariah's youth, and we want people to know that we're a lot more than just the kid who runs. You know, Zechariah, talking to you, watching what you do, talking to you, uh, it often gets lost, the fact that you're a 14-year-old. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, you're wise beyond your years, uh, no doubt. But uh, so, so tell us, what does the future look like for Zechariah? Uh, yeah, so... Me, myself, um, obviously, I'm still 14, and as I get older, I still have lots of, you know, passions and hobbies I want to pursue. Um, so, for the moment being, I'm still doing Running for Heroes, doing about 90% 90, 90 of the miles this year. Um, all the other kids are splitting it together 10% up, and our goal right now is for the rest of 2022, unless a first responder passes away very close to or in a town where another kid lives, uh, I'm doing still every single police officer that has passed away in 2022. Um, and going on to 2023, I'm still going to be doing lots of the miles. Uh, we plan to have about 60% of the miles done by me, uh, but that's still a lot less than 90%. Um, it's, so next year is going to be a slowly working off period. Uh, sorry, a slowly uh, moving on to other years. Yeah. So throughout the year of 2023, you'll see more kids doing more of the miles, and I'll just become uh, yeah, a little bit smaller with the mile count. Um, and then at the start of 2024, I, I personally hope that I can just, you know, only do miles when I want to. Um, obviously, I, st I still have a goal to do every Florida first responder. Uh, more if I just have a night where I would like to do some miles, um, I want to be able to do it on my own leisure and on my own time. So until 2024, I'll still be doing most of the miles. Uh, the other kids will be splitting up the rest of the percentage amount. But once I get to about my sophomore year, um, I plan to, you know, have most of my running part done. And that's when the new kids come into play. Uh, we hope to have, by 2024, about 30 to 40 kids running miles as well, and they all split it up. We want to make sure that after I'm done running, or at least I'm done running most of my miles, that 
we can show people that running for heroes isn't just gonna slowly die down just because I'm not running anymore. Instead, we want to show to the world that there's other kids that want to pursue this, um, and there's other kids that want to show that our youth growing up is going to continue to support our first responders. So I'm very excited for the next few years to see more kids go into the light and show other people that they're also also supporting these fallen first responders. But alongside with the running, I'm also very excited to continue to start doing new projects. For example, this tribute hall, ever since we did the grand opening last week, I've been very excited for. But in the future, I hope to continue to boost our grant size. Uh, right now we're doing $10,000. We started with $5,000 per month back in July or January of 2020. Throughout donation processes, we've been able to start giving more. So I hope we always can give more money back to First Responders Monthly. And other than that, I just want to continue. I know my dad does most of the work uh, just because, you know, he's the CEO. But for me personally, I just want to continue to see my own mission grow. I want to see it continue to help out more families and if that can if that can happen forever, that's that's my dream. So I'm content where I'm at right now, and I'll continue to keep helping out families for as long as I possibly can. Well, I know I know quite a few people that have that leave a legacy behind. Uh, I don't know a whole lot of 14 year olds that have done it. You definitely, uh, you know, trailblazer and in, 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 in being an inspiration to so many. Um, you know, I would love to say that you could scale back on your running because law enforcement officers are safer, uh, but that's not the case. These these numbers continue to grow, uh, and unfortunately, we had a record pace year uh, as over last year's record pace. So, um, yeah, so what an inspiration, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up, but uh, let's. If somebody wants to know more, if they want to be supportive of uh, of, of running for heroes. Uh, Let's go ahead and give them a plug. What's, what's the best way for them to, uh, to get information? Yeah, so the, the best way to, to get information is uh, through our website, running the number four heroesorg uh, You can also follow us on social media. It's where we post all of the run videos. Uh, so Facebook, we're at Running for Heroes. Uh, Instagram, it's Running for Heroes, Inc. Um, and uh, we also have our YouTube channel. Uh, running for Heroes, where you can view all of the runs. And then we want to invite anybody that's in and around Central Florida, if you're coming to Orlando, uh, take a 20, 30-minute drive north to Winter Springs, Florida. Our headquarters and tribute hall is located at 273 Winding Hollow Boulevard, and it's zip code 32708. Um, there's no charge. You know, I'm a firm believer that as, as an American, it is our right to be able to learn about every first responder that's given the ultimate sacrifice. No one should have to pay to learn about these heroes uh, so we'll never charge anybody to be able to walk through our halls. That's just one more way that people's donations help support our 501c3. And then lastly, Zechariah will be at uh, Police Week in D.C. next year. So if there's any survivors that are watching, um, I know survivors are always wanting to meet with him when we're there. Um, so Zechariah will be there and will be present. And I know he'd love to meet with as many survivors as he can. That's great. You know, uh, as a free society, you know, when someone gives their life in service of others, we we have, a, we have a responsibility to make sure that their memories are, are never forgotten. So thank you for, for what you're doing with the, uh, with the uh, facility you have there. Uh, Zachariah, how about, how about you close us up with some inspiring thoughts about your efforts? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, you know, we've been able to help out so much families since we've started. Um, and there's so much stories that has always touched my heart. We've been able, since 2019, we've been able to, you know, become – 
very close friends with many families. So again, just like my dad said, if, if any family members of first responders are coming down to Orlando or if they're going to police weeks or, or, or another event or another event that I'm going to um, and they're around the area, um, 100% please feel free to stop by and say hi to us um, because not only I'm sure does it help out them seeing that um, they've gotten to meet somebody that's helped them out personally but it also helps us out too because every single family we get to meet um, continues to give us inspiration for the future. Um, even though obviously we want to never have to meet a new family again because that means a new first responder has passed away. Um, if they are a family that has had a first responder pass away, we'd love to meet them and we'd love to stay in touch with them and tell them that they are uh, loved and appreciated and that the first responder will never be forgotten. So I appreciate everything that you guys are doing as well with the Fraternal Order Police. Um, it's very great to be talking with you personally. Um, thank you for all the work you've done towards us, all the donations and all the help with the flags. Um, and I hope the best for you guys in the future as well, uh, continuing on to 2023. Well, and thank you. And uh, again, what an inspiration. Thank you for all you do. But, but I also need to thank your family. I know that this, uh, you may be the one running, uh, but I know this is a commitment for the Cartledge family. So I want to thank you for, uh, for all that effort for your whole family, all you put into to honoring our fallen Believe me, believe me, it, uh, it makes a difference in the lives of people struggling. Uh, but uh, you're shining light on a very dark place for, for many people. So I uh, want to thank uh, our, our listeners and viewers for, for tuning in uh, to the Blue View, where we talk about those issues that are vitally important to the men and women who suit up and show up every single day in communities across this country to protect the people they serve. Thank you very much. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. To get the latest from the National FOP, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GLFOP and on Instagram at FOP National. Thanks again. We'll see you next time.